Hi, thanks for listening. This is the It's So Widgets Flutter podcast. My name is Hilla Korn, and each episode we get the chance to talk with another amazing Flutter developer. This episode, we're lucky to be speaking with Sally. Welcome, Sally. Really happy to have on the podcast. Can you share a bit about yourself? Hi, I'm really happy to be here. I am Sally, and I am a Flutter and Android developer from Berlin. I've been developing Flutter apps since almost one year now. I use it in production. I use it in my hobby projects, and I'm really loving it. Nice. And what got you interested in Flutter originally? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I haven't heard about it until my company told me to learn it. I'm not going to lie about this, but yeah, after I learned it, it was love at first sight for me because everything was going smooth and fast and the development was extremely fun. And especially since I'm a native developer, developing for both platforms from one code base was an amazing experience for me. And besides that, since it's an early project, I was able to be part of the community, create materials that everybody was needing. So, yeah, everything that I did, everything that I'm doing now is, like, enhancing my love for Flutter, let's say. <laughs> That's awesome. Right place, right time. Sounds like you work for a good company. Yeah. Um, can you describe any packages you're working on? Yeah, I, um, right now, I already published one package. Like, it's a before-after view, so you give one previous image and one after image and you can just have a slider and show how beautiful your app is or how beautiful the history is like i'm using it for promoting berlin so i put like two before after photos and when you use the slide and since the flutter is super efficient with the calculations and rendering the view it's super smooth and other things that i'm working on right now like like everybody else i see some things on Fable or github from the other platforms, and right now I'm developing a fluid, uh, fluid view pager. I would say it's a view pager that you can simply uh, swipe through the pages, and once the page hits to the edge of the screen, it has a waving effect. It looks really cool. I mean, in two weeks, hopefully, fingers crossed, I will be publishing that. <laughs> nice, excellent. Um, are there aspects in particular like most about Flutter? Yeah, for me, the biggest positive side is Flutter because it changed a lot of things in my life. I need to talk about this for sure. Like for me, the community was really effective because first, everybody's super positive and everybody's trying to encourage each other. And secondly, for example, I was a let's say shy person, relatively shy person, and I wasn't able to go to the conferences and speak to the other people. And right now, I am organizing a meetup in Berlin. I write blog posts. I talk at the conferences. For example, I will even fly to Japan next week for Troy Kaigi to talk about Flutter and animations. And this encouragement, this effect on me was extremely, extremely important. Because once you see this support, you have the feeling that you can do more things with this platform and you do it at the end. So I think my biggest aspect that I need to um, underline is definitely, definitely community. That's amazing to hear. Uh, I know Flutter's had a big impact on my own life and I'm sure many other developers out there. Uh, it's pretty cool technology. Uh, are there things in Flutter you'd like to see changed? I mean, so far, I think as long as we develop more packages and 
as long as we have more support for the native code, for example, even I know it's in the plans, but when we have uh, native support for C++, that would be amazing because I would like to see Flutter's efficiency in an SDK development for both platforms. And right now we are missing a huge uh, impact because of the C++ um, packages are missing, I would say. Mm, definitely agreed. Uh, I'm looking forward to Realm being ported, and I, and I think C++ support is a dependency for them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Do you have any Flutter tips you can share? Um, just came to my mind that, like, first tip that I learned about Flutter was I want to share this. So when you have an animated uh, animated builder, please use the child element. So when you when your widget gets rendered again, recreated. You can use that child, and you don't have to create another widget out of uh, another widget again, and it will be more efficient. This is the first thing that I learned, so I want to share with the people if they are learning for the first time. <laughs> cool. And do you have any thoughts in general on state management? Yeah, I mean, actually, this week I was talking at Stockholm Meetup, and I was like giving an introduction to Flutter and. Everybody was really excited about state management. So I'm, uh, for me, I didn't like Redux, I'm not going to lie, or like I'm a huge fan of using Alexstadt and Blob together. But I would suggest to use whatever is working for you because I'm seeing people doing and overcomplicating things and I don't find it a really efficient way. So. I would suggest to just use whatever the one is working for you. If the stateful widget is working simply with set state, just do it. Otherwise, as you go further, you can do it more complex, but do not overcomplicate things. This would be my <laughs> approach. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Um, are there any areas of Flutter you're trying to learn more about yourself? Yeah, I mean, like, my biggest two areas that I really would like to I say go deep and deep is actually that's what I'm doing most of my time. First of all, it's animations. I mean, I talk about animations, I write about animations, I create packages about animations. So for me, animations is really, really important. And second, and really, really, let's say neglected part is accessibility. I mean, I wrote a blog post about it recently, and I would, for all the developers out there, please, please consider always accessibility. Because uh, here is an interesting fact. There are more than 1 billion people around the world with some kind of disability, actually. And every time that we don't do this, we are neglecting this 1 billion potential client, let's say. And we are also neglecting the effect that we can have on this on these people's lives. So. I am going deeper and deeper in the accessibility and I am also suggesting the other people to do so because this is a really important topic and shouldn't be ignored. Definitely agree. That's a good point. I'd say a simple way to implement it is just setting a tooltip uh, yeah. that enables screen readers to have more context of the elements on the screen. Uh, but something absolutely I think all developers can probably improve. Yeah, I mean, like even the, for example, philosophy team did their best about accessibility almost every widget has a semantics widget so screen readers are available to read it but the problem is 
when your view gets more complicated, then you need to orchestrate it by yourself by using different kind of semantics. Like you should be excluding some of these because they are irrelevant information. You should be gathering some of the semantic information to give an information once. I know I said information a lot, but uh, we need to have a concrete example for this. But definitely anybody can orchestrate the accessibility in Flutter. I mean, they need to work on that. I have some ideas about this, but at least for now, I'm sure that we can do a lot with the things that we already have. Definitely. Uh, is there any advice to give someone just starting out with Flutter? My advice would be do not, uh, do not let imposter syndrome to beat you. This is really important because once you dive into uh, the community, sometimes it's overwhelming to see how, how much people are doing and it's like a lot of stuff going on and if i was a beginner i would have the feeling that what if i'm not at this level but please don't let this thing beat you always stay positive keep learning and keep contributing and another suggestion that i can give is definitely watch the talks watch the boring show and Try to implement some things by yourself because I, I strongly believe that best way of learning is doing it. Like what I'm doing here, I have some mentees in Berlin. So I also mentor some people in Berlin about Flutter. And what I'm doing with my mentees is we already have a project going on. And we're always like, how can we improve this? How can we improve this? Like we started with state, state full widget and as we go further, for example, we started to use inherited widget, etc., etc., etc. So, just start from one point and try to make your app more complicated. And as you go further, you will see that you are learning more and more. And yeah, first thing comes again: do not let this imposter syndrome to beat you. An IDE of choice: IntelliJ, Android Studio, VS Code. Definitely IntelliJ. I mean, even in my Android development, I use IntelliJ now, so <laughs> definitely IntelliJ. Cool. And finally, anything else you'd like to add or promote? Yeah, I mean, so I will be talking at this Droid Kaigi. So when the video is up, I would like, I would be really happy to uh, get your reactions and follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Probably you will see it with this uh, program suite and. Yeah, lastly, just follow up my packages, and I'm always open to issues and suggestions, so just drop me a line, and let's con connect. Nice. And what's the talk about? It's about animations in Flutter, so we will, and there will be a small twist, and when you see the talk, you will see and get what I mean, and just watch the video, and I'm sure you won't regret it. Cool. Look forward to watching it. Uh, thank you very much for taking time to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Uh, if anyone else listening would like to tell their story, go to itsawitches.com and click podcast in the top right. Thanks for listening.